All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? BC here. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pace Morby. Uh, we're going to introduce him here in a second. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. We do this now on YouTube as well. We still have the audio format. If you guys follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and all those fancy platforms that I can't even keep up with anymore because I come up with a new one every week. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pace, welcome to the show, man. Uh, let's get you introduced to maybe the small fragment of the audience that might not know you, and then we'll roll right into it. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for having me, Brian. I, I'm, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. My partner, Cody Barton, actually introduced me to you probably four, maybe five years ago and just would not stop talking about you. He's like, you got to meet BC. And then when I started watching your content, I was like, oh, yeah, love him. Love everything about what he, what he stands for, what he talks about. So when you guys asked us to come on here today, I was just ecstatic. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, for people that don't know me, which is probably 99% of the audience doesn't know me. Surprisingly, um, Brian knows who I am, so he thinks other people know me. But uh, my name is Pace Morby. I, you probably don't care about this, but I'm on a TV show on A&E where, where they're currently their most viewed TV show on A&E Network called Triple Digit Flip. We do fix and flips on that TV show, which is so not what I do in my regular business. Um, I'm, I'm primarily a buy and holder. I only buy with creative finance. So taking over existing mortgages uh, via subject to or buying on seller finance. We have close to 2000 doors in our portfolio. 1500 of those are multifamily. About 150 of those are manufactured home parks and uh, mobile home parks. And then um, 300 to 350 of those are single family homes smattered across the warmer areas of the country. We own a title and escrow business. I just wrote a book that hit Wall Street Journal bestseller, which was pretty cool. And mostly what I do is I travel around the country and just like help people get into the real estate business. That's primarily what I do. I love that, man. Uh, so let's, let's start with this, right? First of all, you guys heard he confirmed it. Everything we see on TV is fake, right? Like for sure, for sure, right? Uh, but prior to you getting into the real estate game, right? Like, I don't know, how many years total now have you been doing from like day one until where you're at now? I tried to get into real estate for seven years as a contractor. I thought I was in real estate and I wasn't. I just know how to fix a house better than anybody else. But uh, starting full-time in real estate, it's been six years. Wow. Before that, I was trying to get into real estate for seven. So a total of 13 years. Okay. I love that, man. And so- when you started, right, you said you started to do it as a, or attempting to do it as a contractor, right? The, the, this whole, you know, buying and holding and, and the whole investment side of it, was that the goal from the beginning or how were you looking at the industry uh, initially versus like how you're doing it now? Um, I, I had no idea other than I just remember as a contractor growing up, I was doing all this work for rich people on either the house they lived in or B houses they were buying and putting in their portfolio. And I would ask myself, wouldn't it be nice if I could be that person? And I didn't really understand exactly what the business was other than they were doing things with houses. And so my goal was to do things with houses. And it wasn't until I actually got into the business that I understood how to acquire and then also the super diverse ways that you can, that you can hold properties. There's 25 different ways you can hold properties, meaning you could do midterm rentals, Airbnb, sober living, co-living. You could do assisted living, behavioral health, um, you know, so, sober, like uh, group home type of things, regular rentals, section eight. You could do all these things. I didn't understand any of that. All I knew was 
I want to do things with houses because that's what rich people are doing. And I want to be rich. That's as simple as my brain would let me process. Awesome, man. How did the education process begin? Like going from not knowing anything to now, okay, I'm starting to learn all these different strategies and things that I can do in order to acquire property. Everything came down to one person changing my life and a lady named Bethany Willis. I was a contractor. I was talking about real estate all the time. I thought I was in real estate. And I'd say 10 years ago, she calls me up to do her third flip. So I was a contractor running a big team. I had a lot of employees. I was doing work for Open Door when they first started, Zillow, OfferPad, et cetera. And I was doing a lot of turns for a lot of companies. Bethany Willis was just one of these smaller people. And she's like, why aren't you in real estate? You know, we're at her job site. I'm about to give her a quote on her third flip. She was going to have me renovate. She's like, why aren't you in real estate? I'm like, I am in real estate. She's like, no, you're not in real estate. I'm in real estate and you work for me. You, you, you don't even have your own business. Your business is a service provider to my business. And I was like, damn. And she says, you know, she's a licensed real estate agent. So no, this is not a knock against real estate agents, but she says, you're as replaceable as a real estate agent. You're as replaceable as a mobile notary. I didn't even know what a mobile notary was when she said that. Um, you're as replaceable as a title company. The only person not replaceable in a real estate transaction is the owner of the property. A simple Google search could replace you, my friend, is what she says to me. And it was that day, that moment that she's like, pull out your phone. I'm sick of you making excuses. She called me an asshole. She said, you're just an asshole. You're just asking a bunch of stupid ass questions and you're not taking action. And so what I needed is I personally needed somebody that physically showed me in person, kind of like when I was a contractor and I needed to learn how to frame a house. I wasn't going to learn that on a YouTube video. You know, I, I would learn... I would get inspired by a YouTube video, but I couldn't learn the way my stupid brain processed information. I needed to see the nail going into the wood. And so Bethany Willis was the first person that said, here's how you go generate leads. And she showed me how to send out mailers. Much like in the beginning of your, your journey, you would talk about knocking doors and you would just show people and talk about it. And um, she did that for me. I got my first real estate transaction done three weeks later. After seven years of talking about it, in three, three weeks, I, was, I accomplished it. And what it was is it was direct mail. She, I didn't even learn. Here's everything I learned was on the job. Okay, this is what she told me. She said, don't ask a single question. Just do what I tell you. She says, spend $2,000 on mailers. Mailers go out. I get a call. I didn't even know how to set the appointment. That's how stupid I was. Um, I then get the lady to tell me her number. I, it's a long story of how I got my first deal, which I won't go into today. But I made $25,000 assigning the deal to Bethany, the girl who taught me how to get into the business. She bought the deal for me and I never had to buy it. I just got a $25,000 check. And the collective amount of work that I put into that deal was probably five hours. And I was like, I just made five grand an hour not having to use any credit or credentials. I didn't even have to use any cash. I literally just wholesaled the deal. I didn't even know what an assignment contract was. I didn't know what wholesale meant until she showed me. And so literally everything I've learned in real estate has been from actively doing real estate and then having mentors like Bethany Willis and girls at my title company and attorneys that I end up hiring or coaches that I end up hiring. I, and I would hire coaches based on real problems that I was having. And that, that began, began the journey of uh, self-discovery and education. That's amazing, bro. Were you getting deals like that right away? I mean, I know she kind of opened the door for you and finally kicked you in the ass to implement. And uh, if everybody's listening, 
talking about it for seven years and then getting, you know, that first deal within three weeks is amazing. And, uh, you know, for many people that we talk to and interview, you hear that kind of commonality at some point, something changed, right? Bethany is basically like, stop being an asshole, right? Gets him into action. Boom. In three weeks, he gets a deal. And, and, and that leads me to the next question, man. Like wh what happened after that? I mean, were you, uh, did she really school you on all these different types of creative financing from the beginning and you were all over no. the place or did you select one type of way to go after it or one type I of deal? I was generating leads, right? And so yeah. here, I'll do, let me do a, a little whiteboard action for you. I'll kind of show you how this works. So cool. the way it would work is I would send out, here's me, I would send out mailers to homeowners and it would say, I'll buy your house. Homeowners would receive the, this mail and then they would call me, right? Inbound lead. Hmm. And I would spend about, uh, $2,000 and that $2,000 gave me about 50 phone calls. Okay. And out of those 50 phone calls, it would basically break down to, I would get two to three contracts to either fix and flip or to wholesale, right? Because I wasn't in the world of trying to buy and hold at the time. I was just trying to get my capital and my cash flow going. So out of those 50 leads, I would only get two to three of those contracts, right? 20 of those people were just tire kickers. And then the other, let's say 27 or 28 of them wanted either A, too much money, or B, they didn't have enough equity that somebody could actually buy it deep enough. And so those were big problems that I was encountering in my first 30 days. Like immediately, I knew that that was a major problem in my business. And so here's what happened. I meet Bethany Willis. So Bethany you know, she calls me an asshole. She shows me how to go out and generate leads through direct mail. So I don't do, we don't do direct mail anymore because it's just expensive where we're at. We do other things like cold calling and, you know, referrals from real estate agents. I do a lot of deals with real estate agents. Probably I just bought a 160 unit multifamily on seller finance in Tucson came from a real estate agent. So we buy a lot of deals from agents. We love them. But at the time I didn't have the relationship skills um, that I have today. So Bethany helps me out. I go get, a, I go get uh, two contracts in my first couple of weeks. And I go open those contracts at a, a title company. And we open escrow. And I meet a lady named Eileen Brown. Okay. And Eileen Brown has been in the business 48 years. So this is what, Be this is what Eileen asked me. She says, damn, who, who are you? I've never seen you before. And all of a sudden you came in here with two contracts. Who are you? And I go, oh, I'm, I'm this new investor. I just, you know, I'm sending out direct mail and I got leads coming in and boom, these are my first two contracts. And I got this lady, Bethany, that's kind of coaching me on what ARV is. I didn't know what ARV meant. I didn't know what assignment was. I didn't know how to fill out contracts. Bethany was just like, go find the deals. I'll buy them from you and I'll coach you along. But what Bethany did not teach me is what Eileen ended up teaching me. So Eileen asked me a really important question. She says, Okay, so you're generating a lot of leads. You've got two contracts. How many leads did it take you to get those two contracts? I said, 50. She says, what are you doing with the other 48? I go, well, they're trash. And then she says the obvious answer, which is, well, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Can I show you how to turn that trash into treasure? I'm like, no, because these people want too much money. They're out of their freaking mind. Or B... They don't have any equity. So what the hell am I going to do with a house that has no equity? And she's like, Pace, it's called subject to and seller finance. And I'm like, subject who? Like, I don't know what's subject to. What, what the hell is subject to? And then she ed educates me on the fact that I could take over somebody's existing payments, not through an assumption. That's something a lot of real estate agents um, incorrectly um, assume. 
pun intended, is that it's not an assumption. I'm not assuming. I'm not calling the bank and stepping into the, the seller's uh, shoes and applying for that loan. I'm literally just deeding the property to my name, keeping the mortgage in the seller's name. And I'm like, how is that legal? She says, Pace, I've been doing this for 48 years. I've been, I've probably done 15,000 sub two transactions, 15,000 seller finance transactions. This is what I specialize in. I can tell you there's more money in those dead leads than you have in those two contracts you've already signed. I was like, how, 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 how? So Brian, this is what she ends up calling me. She says, Pace, will you stop being an asshole? And I was like, what the hell is up with all these women calling me assholes? Like, where did this phrase even start coming from? But I, she called me, she called me an asshole. And I said, well, okay, okay, well, what do I do? Like, do what Bethany did to me. Just tell me what to do and I'll go do it. She says, go back to the people that you thought didn't have enough equity to make a deal work or sellers that wanted too much money, they were out of their freaking mind. And I did. And I said, well, what do I do with them? She says, bring them to me. Let's find their pain point and I'll show you how to structure the deals. And I go, wow, what's in it for you? And she goes, I get paid every time a file gets opened. I want more files coming through. I want you getting more deals. And she was right. My first month, I went and got four extra contracts out of those quote unquote dead leads utilizing seller finance and subject to. And she then tells me at the end of that month, she tells me, you will become one of the greatest real estate investors if you focus on creative finance, not cash deals. And this is back nine years ago, right? And Eileen Brown still teaches workshops with me. She still hangs out with me. She's amazing. She's about to retire. She's now been in the business over 50, well over 50 years. Yeah, so you can tell she's going to retire. And um, that's what I did. I just started going to real estate agents and saying, give me all your dead leads. Give me your dead leads. I want only your dead leads. Give me the sellers that are out of their mind that they want you to list the property for too high. I want that lead. Give me the sellers that just refinanced last year. They bought a v they got a home last year with a VA loan. They put no money down and now they're trying, they got redeployed and they want to sell their house. I want to be the buyer because I can just buy that house subject too. And um, Eileen Brown was my biggest mentor for probably the first three years, she worked. She walked me through hundreds of transactions, real time, showed me the paperwork. She would also get on the phone with my sellers and say, yes, I've been in this business for 48 years. So she gave me all the credibility I ever needed. Yeah. She introduced me to the attorneys I use today. And you can imagine a lot of people all over the country would call her and ask her questions on how to do these transactions. So she referred those people to me as well. I became friends with them. I would fly over the, all over the country and become friends with every attorney. Like I'm probably the second or third person on the top creative finance closing attorneys and escrow officers cell phones in the entire country. I'm like number two, number three. They all tell me, hey, I just, I, I actually just had a girl, Marsha Webster Davis out of Atlanta just called me and she says, hey, I'm re retiring. Will you come to my, my retirement party? Like that's how closely Wow. I got I got with closing attorneys all over the country because we started buying deals everywhere. And this is before 2022 or 2020 and 2021 when the market just went out of control. And before creative finance became the hot, to hot topic it is today, we were traveling all over the country, buying hundreds of properties, just taking over mortgages and then, you know, buying a lot on seller finance as well. And it came down to those two women in my life. That's incredible, man. Did you go nationwide right away or was that a process that slowly unfolded? That took about two and a half, three years. And, you know, I went to Cody, my partner, who you know really well. And I said, I want to start buying nationwide. And he said, I don't want to own nationwide. 
I just want to own in Arizona. You know, Cody's a lot more conservative than I, than I am. So I went out and I bought, since I, I went nationwide, this is probably five years ago now. Um, I have now bought 1500 homes or 1500 properties outside of Arizona. So I primarily own 75% of my portfolio is outside of my home state. That's awesome. And when you do the numbers, I mean, what is it? 360 something days in a year. If you have 1500, that's basically almost a home a day. Right. Yep. Yeah. If you, and we got like, you look at this, I have a map behind me that's just covered. Yeah. This is just the deals we've done this month. We do about a deal a day, but you know, I'm at, I now have a cheat code, which is now I have a multifamily um, acquisition manager and an asset manager. And so we're buying you know, you buy now one asset. We've got two assets under contract. I'll, if you guys want, I'll give, give you the address. But we got a Lubbock deal three days ago. Seller finance. Seller wants to sell it for $8 million. It's 154 doors. It's already cash flowing. Seller wants to retire. He doesn't want to pay the capital gains tax right away. And he wants some passive income. So he says, I'll seller finance the property to you. So we bought that for $8 million. He's giving us 4% interest, 30-year fixed rate. He's the seller. So he's the one giving us the loan. Um, he's now upgrading from being a landlord to, to the, the lender. And that's a deal that will put 300 grand down on an $8 million property. I bought 154 units in one day. Right. Wow. So some days I won't buy a deal, but I'll go two weeks without buying a deal, but then I'll get a 40 unit or I'll get a 60 unit or I'll get a whatever. Okay. Um, Tanya Crawford has a great question, by the way. I don't know if you want me to answer, ask that question. I love that question, but sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I have a deal that we just got under contract the other day, 160 units in, in uh, Tucson, $20 million. Seller wants $7 million down, which is not typical for what we're doing. So I put that into my multifamily fund. And so we'll syndicate, we'll actually raise capital for that type of deal. But um, Tanya Crawford has a question. She says, so did you start with single family homes and then move into multifamily properties? Yes. And so does everybody else. Grant Cardone, anybody you've ever seen, they all say, start, go to multifamily. Guys, if you're, if you're considering going to multifamily and you've never done a single family deal, my opinion, based on understanding what I understand, you should never start with multifamily unless you are investing in somebody else's fund as a passive investor so you can learn the process. You should be getting traction and building credibility and relationships, private money, money lender relationships. You should be learning terminology and how things work. Single family is where you should be starting. Grant Cardone, first 20 deals he did, single family. All the big, 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 big investors, multifamily, they all started. My best friends in multifamily to have 10,000 units. Uh, Ken McElroy, one of the big, he's the guy that manages all of uh, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's assets. Good friend of mine, they have 9,000 units. He tells everybody, start with single family. Do not go to multifamily. It's way too challenging to break into unless you're investing in somebody else's deal. That's awesome. Thank you for answering that, by the way, because I was on a different tab. I didn't even see the questions because for everybody listening, we also stream this live on Facebook. So that's where the I questions love it. are coming yeah. in. Yeah. I love live audience. Guys, if you have questions, like please pepper us. I, I love yeah. the live questions. Absolutely. So um, you had brought up Cody, right? How did that partnership start with you guys? Oh, man, that's such a, that's such a great story. So um, this is about five and a half years ago now. Um, I was I already had a brand. I was already doing a lot of deals. I was known as the guy that was doing creative finance here in Arizona. I hadn't branched out nationwide just yet. And um, I go on a podcast and I go on that podcast and it was Steve Trang's podcast. This was like right when I first started going on other people's podcasts based on the success I was having in my local market. Steve's like, dude, we got to interview you. 
was like, are you sure? I don't think anybody gives a crap about what I have to say. I'm just a contractor that figured out how to get into real estate. Nobody cares about me. He's like, no, I promise you, people care. So I go on there and um, I give out my cell phone number on that podcast. And I, it was a live podcast just like this. And I got 200 text messages that day. The only person that I actually replied to was Cody. Wow. And the reason why is because, because Cody sent me a message and this is what his message was. We actually, I ended up print, printing it and framing it because it was such a great message. And if you know Cody, like you do, um, the, he always leads with value. And so he says, my name is Cody Barton. Always introduce yourself, okay? Um, my name is Cody Barton. I saw you on the podcast. You gave out your phone number. I hope you, I hope you don't mind me texting you. Here's my problem. I have a lot of leads, but I can't close to save my life. I will let you have all my leads and make all the money on all my leads if you just show me how you're closing so many deals. And I reply back to him and I go, well, first off, I would never want you to not make money. I want to collaborate. Let's do JV deals together. And JV for people that don't know is joint venture. So we're not partners, but we're doing, we're collaborating. We're, you know, he sells a deal to me or I sell a deal back to him or we do one project together, but we're kind of doing it with our own individual entities. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Let's meet up. So we meet up in freaking McDonald's. And uh, cause he didn't have an office and I was, you know, too far away from my office. And so we go, we meet at McDonald's and I go, all right, man, you're probably full of crap. I was joking, but I said, you're probably full of crap. Just show me your leads, man. Show me all these leads, these quote unquote leads you got. Sure enough, Cody pulls out his laptop, shows me his CRM, his customer relationship manager or relation manager, and um, shows me all this little pipeline he's got of all these leads. And I go, all right, filter it to like the 10 hottest leads that you have right now. And I'll call them this weekend. I'm, I'm flying out to speak on a stage um, in West Palm Beach. I'll, I'll, I'll call them. So as I spoke on stage, I'm networking with people, but I'm stepping out and I'm in the parking lot at, at this event. Uh, it was actually a Mark Evans event. Shout out Mark Evans. And um, I'm in the parking lot and I, I close our first lead with a lady named um, Desiree, who's still now one of our private money lenders to this day. So I close a deal at $110,000 is the purchase price. I let Cody assign it to me for 120. So I got the contract in Cody's name. He assigned it to me for 120. So he made 10 grand. And then I went and assigned it for another 10,000 myself. So we both made 10 grand. And um, I asked Desiree, what are you going to do with that $110,000 when you receive it at close of escrow? She's like, oh, I'm probably going to go buy a car. I'm going to probably go do this. I'm going to go pay off this credit card. I go, how about I just send you $1,000 a month and you let me use your $110,000 and you get passive income for the rest of your life and I'll go use it to flip houses or whatever. So Cody watches me get his, a, a deal, not only get a deal he makes 10 grand on, but then he watches me actually raise money from the seller of the first deal we bought the deal we, we got. And here we are five and a half years later, Desiree is still our private money lender. She comes to dinner parties and hangs out with us. And so when Cody saw that, he's like, dude, can we just be partners? I was like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's see how this goes. And so for five months, Cody and I just collaborated and, and helped each other out. We did, I don't know, 20, 30 deals in a couple of months. And I go, man, you're so organized. You're so great. Why don't we partner together? Why don't we partner together? And um, fast forward, we went from a, a McDonald's office 
to a Starbucks office to then buying the building behind Starbucks. And now we've outgrown that building and we're buying something five times larger because our partnership has flourished. It's a perfect mixture. He's the integrator. I'm the visionary. I go get key relationships. I raise money. I come up with new business ideas. Like I'm, you know, I'm hanging out with, um, Grant Cardone at his office a couple months ago, and I meet a doctor at his office that does stem cell um, injections and injection therapy. And I go to this doctor at this mastermind and I go, hey, what do you, what do, you do? How do you do it? Oh, that, that's amazing. I'd love to buy one of your franchises or help you franchise. And he's like, really, you could do that? And I go, no, but my partner Cody can. And so I, that's what I do. I go all over the country. I bring relationships to Cody and our, our C-suite of uh, professionals. Cody's in the office all day long. And it has been one of the greatest relationships of my life because he is the polar opposite of who I am and we balance each other out. It's amazing. That's awesome, bro. In regards to now, uh, cause I even saw a question Alejo uh, asked about, um, he said, Hey, ask Pace to come to, to Spokane or Spokane. I don't know how to say it right in Washington. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to crucify me again for saying it wrong. Uh, are you traveling now frequently? Um, I know you, I know obviously you get invited a lot to speak and, and you get flown out, but on your own, maybe you and Cody or with your operation, are you guys going out and speaking and hosting a lot of events in different places or no? Yeah, I do. Last year I spoke at on 71 stages, but I did 150 meetups all over the country. So just barely yesterday I flew, I, I was in North Carolina, flew in uh, Monday afternoon, I was there all day Tuesday. I went and visited 192 units I own in Raleigh, Durham. We, I bought an Escalade subject to, you can buy cars, businesses with creative finance. It's the craziest thing ever. And then I flew home the next morning at 3 a.m. And then tomorrow I'm going to Boise. Next week I'll be in West Palm the whole week and we'll do multiple meetups. So I do free meetups and I just get in parking lots and hang out with people and answer their questions. And I've been doing that for, I don't know, seven years or so. So if you want to know where I'm going, go to whereispace.com and literally my whole schedule is laid out where I'm going, the Eventbrite links. I don't charge for for the meetups. Um, we just go to taco spots and get 300 people to show up to a taco spot and just ransack the entire taco spot. Um, but yeah, I speak like Spokane. Let's see, when was I in Spokane last? Um, I will be in Kalispell this summer, so I'll probably stop in Spokane at some point. So just stay tuned for, just go to whereispace.com and it has a whole list of everything and everywhere I go. I love that, bro. You know, and that accessibility is huge. Um, and it's funny that you brought up giving your cell phone and you got so many responses, dude. I still to this day from like my old YouTube videos have people hitting me up and it got to a point I remember because um, I would give it away in the videos early on. And people, oh man, can we like come door knock with you and watch you in action, bro? I would literally knock on a door, talking to a homeowner, and I have like 12, 13 people standing like on the sidewalk. I remember, like, dude. I actually, I actually met somebody that was in one of those groups with you. Oh my god! And they were like, "Do you know? Do you know BC?" I was like, "Yeah, I know BC." Cody and him go back, you know. Um, I know him, and he's like, "Dude, I went, I went on one of these things where he went, we went door knocking, and da 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 da." I was like, "Yeah, I, I love this guy immediately." Like. <laughs> I immediately fell in love with your brand because that's the kind of guy you are. Yeah. It's what people need, man. They need, yeah. they need um, implementation over information. And so when you're willing to break that third wall or fourth wall and really let people into your world, that's where real growth happens. I agree, man. I agree. And I, I think to a degree, people uh, will look at us in a certain way and not expect that, right? Or expect to meet us and for us to have like this maybe um, facade or this type of like um, persona that isn't real. And I love the fact that people can come, you know, and even you having a meetup, 
and just rap with us, you know, like you said, in a parking lot or a Taco Bell or whatever it is. And I, I think people appreciate that more than anything. And it allows them to kind of connect with us at a level that maybe they can't when we're on stage or something like that, you know? Yeah, I had, um, so I bought this Escalade in North Carolina and then I spoke on stage in North Carolina and I did a bunch of things yesterday. It was very condensed schedules. Great. And then I, what I did is one of my, um, audience members, I gave a, I did a giveaway. Like last week I did a giveaway where I said, Hey, I'm going to fly out six people from anywhere in the country. I don't care where you are. And I'm going to let you spend a whole day with me. So I, we ended up choosing 10 people. I flew them all out. I spent like 25 grand, never met these people before in my life. And I took them to the boat. I, we rented two boats, went on the lake for the whole day, had a big 300 person part, like pool party at my house, then took them to tacos like till one o'clock in the morning and then flew them all home. And they were just like, I can't believe you do this. I'm like, I've been doing this for seven years. Like yeah. getting to know people in your audience and helping them out is where a lot of deals come from. Like I, the deal in Lubbock, Texas that we just bought, that came from somebody that learned how to do this from me. And he's like, I'm not equipped to own this. So I'll just, can, can I assign it to you? And he's making $150,000 assigning a deal to me. And so it's important for me to like break that barrier so that people can actually get into the business and feel like we're real people doing real deals so that they feel like this is possible for them as well. And um, yesterday when I was in North Carolina with that condensed schedule, I go, crap, man, I got I to gotta freaking drive this Escalade I just bought all the way over to the country or ship it all the way back to Phoenix where I live. So I just chose, I said, who in my, who in the audience wants to fly with me to North Carolina from Arizona and then drive the Escalade all the way back and then do pop-up meetups all along the way. So literally right now, if you guys go to in, on Instagram, Kevin Cho 12 is his name. Uh, 22 year old kid is like, I'll go. So I'm paying for his travel expenses and his gas. Obviously I, I should, cause he's driving my Escalade back. But he's he's going to every Waffle House in the big cities. So he was in Asheville, North Carolina, Na Memphis, Nashville. He's just traveling across and going, all right, well, I'm going to be at this Waffle House in two hours. Come meet me. And he's getting like 30, 40 people to show up to these Waffle House little pop-ups. And I'm like, dude, that's the fun stuff. Like, you know, being on stage is cool. Being on YouTube is cool. But really the fun stuff is really getting on the pavement with people and, and looking them in their eyes three feet away and understanding what are they really going through and letting them realize that we are real people doing real deals is super important. Yeah. I love that, man. That's a cool story, bro. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So yeah. looking forward, like, you know, two years, three years, five years, what are you guys really focused on and, and, and what does that look like for you and your operation and everything you guys are doing? So uh, what I'm primarily focused on, um, you know, we own a lot of real estate, obviously, and that alienates me, unfortunately, from my audience. A lot of people are like, oh, he has 2,000 doors and, you know, they've got millions of dollars of cash flow and all this kind of stuff. Um, my audience is like, I'm just trying to get a deal, right? So I'm really trying to spend a lot more time doing more meetups and forget about how big my portfolio is. We've been doing a lot of fun giveaways, like I'll spend a month with somebody in our audience where I'll go live in their town, move my wife and my kids to their town, and I will build their business side by side with them for 30 days. So from on my side of things, that's where I'm focusing a lot of my time is like doing the shit that people can't do, won't do, don't do. Like how can I double down on that as an individual? From a business standpoint, um, you know, we're going to continue to acquire a lot more multifamily and a lot more single family houses, especially with creative finance, especially with what, what's happening right now. People are just handing their keys to their houses over to us. But um, 
I had this thing pop up in my mind like two years ago and I was like, who cares how rich I am or how rich my company can be or Cody and you know, Cody's got a Lambo and a Mercedes and a Jeep. It's like, okay, great. This kid who's 28 years old is rich. Got it. We, we got it. Cody's rich. How does that help our audience? How does that more importantly help our team members? And so what I did is I went to Molly, my head of my chief of staff. And I said, Hey, Molly, I want to put a program together where every piece of real estate that I buy for the next 10 years, 25% of the ownership goes to our key players on our team. And so right now in the back of my mind, it's like, yeah, cool. We, my company can do a lot of stuff, but what if the mission is how do I make everybody on my key players team worth $5 million each in 10 years from the real estate that our company bought? And so we are changing up our mission and our values, or we did 24 months ago. And then all of a sudden the team is way more behind this for obvious reasons, but it's not just like, yeah, I work for a guy who buys real estate. It's I work at a company where our team buys real estate and we participate in the ownership and the upside of it. And all of a sudden things doubled and the quality of people we attracted doubled and everything started doubling because we changed the mission and what we were trying to accomplish. So there's a lot of that. Um, we're also building a nationwide title company. We're currently in 43 states already um, because I wanted to make sure we had closing attorneys and escrow officers in all of the main states that can do seller finance subject to novation agreements, lease options, Morby method strategies, all sorts of things that we understand the paperwork, we understand the legalities of each individual state. And so we built that, that's live, that's working and it's, it's going well. We own lend, lending businesses and blah, 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 blah. All the, all the things that you can imagine we own, we own them, right? We went fully ver vertical, we own hard money lending businesses, transactional lending businesses. Um, and so, uh, and then in 2024, last thing I'll say, I'm word vomiting, I apologize. We are currently gearing up to buy a lot more active businesses that are in the service business um, using creative finance. So um, HVAC companies, plumbing companies, electrical, electrician companies, and then rolling them up. So like, let's say I'll go buy five air, air conditioning companies and I'll buy all of them collective resources, let go of the people that are redundant, uh, move them over to other companies and then rebrand those five plumbing or air conditioning companies to one overall brand and then just start compounding and compounding and compounding. And because we understand creative finance, we're buying all of these businesses by taking over people's SBA loans, their EIDL loans or PPP loans, or we're buying them on seller finance and just telling the owners, hey, go away, we'll send you a check for $10,000 a month. Yeah. So that's a big thing that Cody and I are doing right now is getting together a, a team, head of ops, CFO, and um, acquisition team to handle a larger onslaught of those opportunities. I love that, man. And, you know, based on, and by the way, thank you so much, bro. You made this very easy. You're not word vomiting. You're actually being very uh, elaborate with your responses, which is great. I don't have to ask a million questions. I can just let you go off. It's awesome. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm probably going to have you on again, man, because there's so many more questions I want to ask you. Uh, but in the immediate future, like next couple of weeks, uh, are you going to be anywhere like North Carolina again, Florida, like where you're headed to in the next week or two, and then anybody listening might be able to link up with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm go I'm going to be in Boise on Friday. I'm doing a, a meetup. Literally, I just go to whereispace.com. The link is already on there, um, and it's free. You can meet me there. A lot of people want me to sign my book, which I you know I, I couldn't care any less. But if you want me to sign the book, great, I'll do it. Um, and then uh, the following week, I'll be in West Palm Beach. I'm staying at. Uh, this is not a brag. It's just I. This is kind of a cool thing. One of those moments in your life that you think is just like, wow, I made it. 
Um, I'll be at Tony Robbins house for three days and staying at their property in West Palm beach. And I'm going to do a meetup on June 16th in West Palm. And then um, I'll be in my airstream with my wife and my kids going from Utah, Denver, Cheyenne, North and South Dakota, Idaho, Washington, and Nevada for the next two months, just meeting everybody and getting out on the road and shaking hands with people and helping people build their businesses and all of that kind of stuff. And people ask like, how are you able to do all of that amidst the fact that you guys have nearly 700 employees? And the answer is I have great partners like Cody Barton and Josiah Grimes and other people. Um, and so I can go out on the road and build, you know, the, build the brand, build the vision, collect opportunities and get out there and really meet people that we're doing deals with. So again, if you guys want to see where I'm going, I update this every Sunday. It's whereispace.com. It's literally just a Google sheet of all the places I'm going and the links. It's very simple. Oh yeah. Well, I love it, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. I really appreciate it. Um, I know the audience obviously loves you and they got a ton of value from it, but uh, I look forward to having you on again, man. It's going to be cool. You're the man. I appreciate it. I'd love to, um, well, I'm in Florida all the time. So maybe we can get together and do some stuff in person. Absolutely. hundred percent, bro. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you guys. Have a good day.